another episode of the YNK Podcast. Yeah! Thank you to everyone who tuned into the Bolina Cup. And please give it up for your first champion, Stevenson Ranch's very own, Mike. And don't you forget that this was a tournament to help support coronavirus relief. So if you'd like to donate to our charity, download the Bravo Pay app and send all donations to the verified Bolina Cup account. I think some congratulations are in order. You, you know, there's a, there's a lot of speculation that we shouldn't have even been in the tournament in the first place. But here we are. We're still uh, holding the, on to the belts, holding on to the gorgeous trophy there in the background. Yeah, it just feels good to be... Uh feels good to be through the storm and uh, weathered it, weathered it quite easily. Um, you know, I had nightmares about having to go deliver these or ship these belts out. And the fact that they stayed at home means a lot, means a lot to me, means a lot to us. Part of an elite group. Means a lot to Steve. Oh, man. So, yeah, there's a lot to discuss. I mean, we just went through nine days of hell. Yeah, I need a vacation. I definitely need a vacation. Kilmer, uh, hats off. We were uh, hats off to Kilmer Foley. Just, just for like behind the scenes. Just to like show the uh, the operation of how everything was going down. I want to say we were operating at like a bar stool level. Yeah, as far I mean, as as far as content, maybe earlier day bar stool. Yeah, no, you know, like on the, on that level though. As far as as much as we were posting, yeah. we were posting like anywhere from ten to fifteen Instagram posts a day. Probably even more tweets a day. Yeah, I mean, we dude, were up to a hundred posts in hundred posts on our Instagram page in uh in like two weeks. Yeah, even, man. I mean, we did you know? ten million impressions, and we started this. We started this sixteen days ago, and we've done ten million impressions, which is fucking nuts. It is nuts, and and just to put it in perspective, you know, a company like Barstool, you look at their office. There's what 30, 40 people in there, just cranking out. Yeah, cranking out stuff. More so, more all, now. All day, yeah, more now. With us, it was pretty much the people in this house and Ben Foley, mm-hmm. you know? Mm-hmm. And, of course, there was a bunch of other people who helped with different things. But as far as, like, the content goes and the stuff that people saw, it was really just it was our circle. Sure was. And then we got some editors and people helping on oh, yeah, the, remotely. Oh, yeah. Yeah, a lot of other people that were helping out with a, with a bunch of stuff. But man. Yeah, I'm very, uh, very proud of the group. Mm-hmm. This is uh, a pretty cool opportunity to um, showcase just, like, making the most of a shitty opportunity you know like mm-hmm. this didn't exist like we were when we did the podcast in my bed yeah <laughs> doesn't sound right um when we did the podcast in my bed we talked about before the is quarantine. that what you're calling it now a podcast yeah <laughs> that's what they call it that's what the kids call it um the quarantine hadn't even happened yet at that point and we were talking about you know you made a point about your dad or you like he made a bunch of money in something that didn't even exist for like the first 40 years of his life i mean obviously that's a much smaller scale but you know if the quarantine didn't exist we wouldn't have done this idea mm-hmm. you know wouldn't have been like that and then you know just kind of went with it because because we had there's there's a i'm back on the seven spirituals i'm back on the seven laws of spiritual success i've been reading it all week yeah hey i got a book for you i've been telling you about it yeah what is it and actually it kind of goes with what's happening right now with the Bolina cup uh, it's called Outliers. Malcolm Gladwell. I've been around for a while. Super popular book. Definitely not the first to shout it out. It's uh, widely known. Yeah, I've read, I've read, I've read excerpts. It's, uh, it's essentially just about how s- success and certain things can be very circumstantial, just with like certain data and, and trends. So 
it got me to look at things a little differently and especially what we just did now like what we did now is extremely circumstantial this yeah. this uh, quarantine it's never happened in our lives and who knows if it'll ever happen again I hope not but because of that it, it birthed this idea and we went and, yeah, and did it's it. just a perfect example of and uh, now this this might lead on to something even bigger yeah you know? and none of that would have happened if we never had the quarantine so mm-hmm. we never would have had all the athletes like sitting around with their thumbs up their ass for mm-hmm. nothing to do. So, yeah no it just wouldn't, it wouldn't have happened i wouldn't have done it like that if we had to go through managers and we had to check schedules yeah. and had to run it by their or their ads that were already going on and shit like this was just like me texting people they're like i'm in you know yeah. but it wouldn't have happened like that i wouldn't even have done it if i didn't know they were bored right they, like i know they're bored you got that bracket together fast how how long was that 24 hours 48 hours two days you got all those yeah. people committed yeah i mean we had i was actually overshot do you remember that yeah you had to make some cuts i had to i had to like hit some people and be like yo i fucked up because i didn't realize i'm an idiot and didn't realize that it's either 16 or 32 for a perfect bracket Mm -hmm. or 64 but i was i was at like 20 you know i had 22 23 people i was like oh cool we'll do it like 28 or i wasn't thinking i was like oh fuck Mm -hmm. then i didn't want to overextend it and make it too long i was thinking about it so 16 was the perfect amount you know I don't know if we could have, I mean, we definitely could have, but like doing another fucking four or five days, that would have been brutal. Yeah. It was a lot. And you guys know we're not fakers. It's the same, it's the same notion as uh, when we're on tour and like people try to tell me like take nights off and not drink and like I just can't, can't fake the vibe. Yep. So, you know, who the fuck, I know the beer pong gods wouldn't, wouldn't uh, reward us. If we were fucking just playing a game and then like sh- like we're celebrate like we're we oh play- yeah. we celebrated every night pretty much, you know. But it felt like it was part of the vibe. It felt like we were you know what I mean. Yep. We were all kind of into it in the same way, mm-hmm. which just made it fun. I know a lot of the players were drinking and having fun with it, and um, so many like pretty much everybody who played hit me after was just like oh, it was so fun, you know. Everyone had a good time. So now I got the uh, amazing job of of uh chasing down the actual donations i love that <laughs> Imagine if there was we'll get it. teams in there but we'll, we'll we'll get it all put it all together yeah it'll be dope mm-hmm. it'll be dope to do it bigger i mean who knows there's shit there's crazy. shit that uh you know needs to be sorted out behind the scenes a little bit but like i'd be open to doing another one probably for too much it's a lot but 32 but you could, could you cool. could do you could do four games a night and not and just have games going from three to and, like, it's a little less out of our control, you know? Like, we're not there, like... You know, you know what yeah, I mean? Yeah. But I don't know. Probably not. 32 could be... Think about March Madness. There's, like, eight games going on at one time at some point, you yeah. know? So you could do it and still do it in, like, 10 days, but it's better to do it like that. I think there was more... Everyone could watch the games, and there was these little times for funny storylines and shit, you know? And I'm surprised the... Um the community that kind of surrounded this or arose from this with fans creating their own Bolina Cup tournaments. And I know like at least four or five people that were like, hey, like sure. me and my friends did our own Bolina Cup. And uh, I mean, I, th- I think that's just going to keep continuing and keep growing. Yeah, I'm texting with, with Dana now, my bad. Um, I've gotten maybe, fuck, I've probably seen 15 to 20 different tournaments yeah. that people are hitting me to like to join in. Mm-hmm um but that's that's fire yeah. Bolina cup is franchisable you know extremely um so one of our one of our fans reached out prior to this tournament and he asked if he could do the stats for every game love it and i thought it was just going to be some like little rinky dink thing 
this dude set up a fucking shared Excel spreadsheet with like every stat under the sun for every game. I love it. And uh, his name's Rob. So th- thank you, Rob. That was really dope. Thanks, Rob. Rob. I have your. I have both of your final shooting percentages for the tournament. What is it? Here. We have Blue Yep tied for the highest shooting percentage in the entire tournament. Wow. Uh, 44.4% with? with Hardy. Fuck wow. Hardy. <laughs> Morgan <laughs> Wallen's partner, Hardy, had 44.4%. 45%? That means you're hitting almost, almost, almost every other shot. I was yeah. always taught you just got to keep shooting. Even what was I? Mike, you, know? you finished at uh, just about 36%. Mm. I stayed there the whole time. It's also good, though. Real consistent. It's also good. It's real consistent. One bottle of consistency in the game, you know? I knew going into the Nelk Boys game, if you just look at the stats, you guys were going to be a shoo-in. Yeah, I mean, yeah, it wasn't... The first game, man. We definitely felt like we, there was no way we were going to lose, but, like, you know, beer pong is one of those games. Dudes just get hot, you get cold, whatever. Mm-hmm. The, the, the interesting part, we just didn't... Uh, we didn't ever get cold, really, as a group. Yeah. The first game we lost was the only time... Uh, we both didn't like play great that yeah. first game, but usually like if I was missing for three or four hands, Blue was hitting, vice versa, and that's the key. And Mike, I gotta say your uh, your last cut percentage is very impressive. What was it? It was thirty six percent throughout the tournament. That's, that's a lot great. of games. That's great. Blue, yours dropped dramatically. Yeah, I, I didn't <laughs> hit a last cut. I don't think. You're, uh, I think you, you hit one. Yesterday, might have hit one. Yours dropped know. down to about ten percent on the last cut, blue. I think you hit one. Sheesh, that's awful. Blue, uh, <laughs> yeah. finishes. Blue had two finishes. Mike, you had seven finishes in this tournament. Bro, I was a closer. Seven finishes, still a closer. That's the only thing I could. Have, that was the only thing I did. <laughs> you should be proud of that. That's great. Um, what was I gonna say? I'm, I'm more. Uh, I think deep down we knew. It was just like we knew we were taking on a lot of like there was a bit of pressure just being that like we're the guys that made the whole joke of this and like made it a thing. Yeah. So if you lose, like Kane, I knew from time at the ranch like he was good, like he's pretty good. Yeah, you, you know look, what I mean. You look back at his footage. Kane Brown has like unreal, unreal jumper on him. Yeah, no, like his. I remember playing at the ranch and being like, oh, but he he could play. Yeah. You know what I mean? Um, but uh, I was just I'm more. I'm happy we just fucking executed because that was really, you know, it was a bit of like a bit of that feeling of like we're definitely the favorites and it'd be it'd be such a like yes we'd make a joke out of it if we lost and like it'd be fine but I'd be pissed. Yeah, so, if I lost yesterday. yeah. If I lost any of them, I would have been fucking butt hurt for like two days. So I can't we lost the first game. I mean, it happens. I mean, I think they played the best they ever played against us. I got- that was their best. There you go. Um, Let it out, that baby. That was their best game by far against us. They rose to the competition. They did. Kyle. Uh, Kyle off. was a gamer. He went off. Jesse. Jesse struggled, but then totally, totally redeemed himself. That dive. I've, I watched that dive uh, like five times. That dive he took on the table. That was serious. Mine or his? Yours was I mean, amazing too. His Both. Was hilarious. But his was like he got severely hard. injured. Yeah, like he could have got injured. They had metal bearings on that. Yeah, thing. I got to put it in context just in case anyone missed it. Um, after we won, we played in a, a pre-tarped room, by the way, similar to that of uh, an MLB team winning the World Series. They go into the locker room. It's, it's fully tarped. All the ceilings and the the walls are fully tarped to protect it from all the champagne celebrations. We went into our game with our room already tarped. Yeah, I mean, that's... Maybe the cockiest move of all time. It's the cockiest move of all time. 
But this is, it was showbiz. This is what this is what you know. That's yeah. what the WWF would do. They would do some shit because either way, imagine us sitting in a tarped room as they celebrated. Yeah. You know, what I mean, even that would have been great content. It would have sucked. We would have had to rage either way. Mm -hmm. We would have raged anyway. We lose, you still boost. Yeah. yeah. So, anyways, after the game, after uh, Mike and Blue got the W, uh, people started jumping through tables on the Nelk Boys side, and then. Steve will do it. Set us off. Yeah, something came over me. I don't know what it was. I've never jumped through a table in my life. You look like you've been in the, in the Bills Mafia for about four years. Looks like I've been doing it for a while. I know that uh, I'm a light guy, and the worst thing that could happen is if I hit the table and it just ricocheted. Yeah, it would have been bad. If I just ricocheted off the table. Would have been bad. With my light low body. So I, uh, I knew I had to overcompensate by just jumping as high as I possibly could. Yeah, you and, did well. Uh, That's why I gave you the belt. Surprised you didn't Euro step into it. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not going to lie, though. I'd never felt more alive in my entire life. Yeah, you seemed uh, very energized by it. I think I was living didn't, in the I was energized by it Didn't hurt well. the, the slightest bit. Yeah. Didn't hurt at all. Yeah. You, you know what's another thing i never done, which uh, is insane? Never crowd dived in my life. Yeah, that's pretty crazy. Never. And you're like the lightest guy on the whole group. Yeah, I've never Remember done Remember the it. fucking stage dives I used to do? I used to fucking oh my God. murder people. <laughs> yeah, you'd be like a fucking 230 I'd go out torpedo. like 15 rows, too. Like I would Remember I would like run off and dive? Yeah, yeah. Yeah, I mean, there was a time in Boston where you dove in a, a sea of like two thousand people, and you just fucking dropped sunk everyone. to the floor, you like dropped fucking everyone. Yeah, we. I haven't. I never. I remember did it Cleveland too, House of Blues. Yeah, yeah. I never did it either. Honestly, all of it was fire. I wouldn't take any of it back. Blue, you can't believe crowd dived. I never. Yeah, no. I never did. It's, it's, Dude, it's so that's funny. hilarious. But don't know we, who did. We've, we've done like Marcus's boy. Remember Marcus's boy in the, the Long Island show? Well, I didn't know what was going on. It's an and obscure, then like obscure reference. <laughs> yeah, no one's gonna know that. <laughs> no, but it was yeah. hilarious. So. It was. It was this one time on stage and oh, he stayed the best thing ever. Yeah, I mean that's how I felt last night actually. Yeah. I'm like, when else am I gonna have a chance to drop a table in front of like forty thousand people? Yeah, shout out to Nelk Boys for uh, joining. Yeah, they're the best, man. We're trying to do uh, a bunch of business stuff with them. I think there's a few obvious alignments. Uh, we're working out with them. Um, but those dudes are uh, very smart. And um, to build the business that they've built, uh, you know, yeah, they have their, like, their online persona, but they're they're smart dudes. Mm -hmm. And they're, they're about their business. And... Uh, it's kind of a. I, I want. I had him here at the house. We were talking. You know, had a meeting. This was even way before the Bellina Cup times and uh, before quarantine. They were here, and uh, you know, just there, there's just a lot of a lot of things we could do with them. You know, and the one the first thing I was saying was just like, yo, you guys should go on the, come on the podcast when we announce something we're gonna do. You know, if if we yeah. get to a business agreement, we're gonna do some stuff come on the podcast, talk about it. But to show this side of them to their fans, they have a very strong, very uh, dedicated fan base. But even to see the side of them where they're just like smart and calculated and, you know, their story, they're, uh, we call it a cool vibe here. They're good dudes. Yeah. I mean, we were talking about it. Reminds reminds me a little bit of us back in the day. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> they're, like, uh, they're like the stud summer tour 2014. Ah, best job I ever had. We jumped through a lot of jumped, <laughs> we jumped through any tables that were around those days. Lost a lot of good men out there. I remember we one did. time I was working merch. This is very like early on in the career. Sheesh. And uh, we learned very quickly that wasn't the reason. And I was shit house, and uh, I fell through the table. Yep. And the owner, I told the owner, uh, the table couldn't hold the baby. 
<laughs> I remember I think that. that was in Buffalo. We were in Buffalo. That. I was gonna yeah, say, yeah, bro. I was so like, just take wait, the baby. Uh, let me understand this. Blue, you were selling merch, which is already funny, and you fell through the table that we were selling the merch on. Yeah, I don't know what I was doing on the. Did table. you jump through it on purpose? I don't know. No, I think it just fell. I just like fell through the table. <laughs> <laughs> Blue uh, gets wobbly knees certain uh, certain hours of the night. <laughs> So anyways, our, our celebration Jeez. last night after the championship was fantastic. Uh, you guys had a nice little joint bath together, which is on, online somewhere. A little Bud Light bath. Never hurt anyone. Yeah, a whole, a whole tub full of Bud Light cans. And I then, uh, and then uh, yeah, it's, I said the real testosterone kicked off around, what, uh, midnight last night? Well, let's not, let's, let's, uh, <laughs> let's not avoid the, the fact that there were two, not one, but two <laughs> full, full, like, grown man wrestling matches that happened at the house this week. <laughs> <laughs> like the Bellina Cup slash the Bellina Cup slash like us the testosterone of us being in competition again yeah slash quarantine like everyone's stuck in the house we legit had like all right go ahead wrestle like move the mirrors out of the room yeah we don't have to name names but last I, night was the funniest thing I've been ever. involved in two of them two men yeah, two for two on this two grown ass men shirtless just fucking going at it tr- oh, pause man. trying to fucking drop each other yeah. And just good old-fashioned American do, fun. Sometimes you got to do what you got to do. Steve was rattled. Yeah. Steve doesn't want to see that. Uh, so, Mike, w- during this tournament, any uh, standout moments, any people that you like through it? Uh, I thought the, uh, I thought, you know, shout out to MGK. He's got a lot a lot of slack for for getting the DQ. Um, but he's a good, he's become a, a good buddy, and he's been around a few times. He's a nice dude, and he... Uh, he did it really as a favor to me, you know, like mm-hmm. he had kind of voiced ahead of time that, you know, being on live for three games, like for an hour is like a lot. He doesn't go on like that, you know, which is understandable. Like, mm-hmm. um, so it kind of worked out best of both worlds because, you know, if he had one, like to, for him to continue to do it, like and go live for an hour, like three times in a week to play beer pong, I feel like it wasn't really aligned with his brand and that's kind of how he was feeling but he did it to be a homie you know yeah and then they trolled him and like you know there you know it just it just was one of those things where he got trolled in front of a bunch of people and then just reversed the troll and like kind of came out as good i get why i didn't want to play again you know like yeah they had what he did was like probably the biggest moment a one player moment of the whole tournament they were they were beaten twice he matched him like he would have lost if he missed. Hits it twice, then they miss the last cup. He hits it, so he hit the last cup three times, three shots in a row. Yeah, it's unreal. And then ended it, which I thought was like a badass way. That was a standout moment, and just the entertainment, the Nelk boys, like the troll, was so good. And it was the largest viewing audience of the entire tournament. It was yeah. seventy thousand people. Yeah, I mean the Nelk boys game. are like people sleep on them. They're just like very, their engagement's insane. Right. You know, then they they've they've that's what happens, bro. They they are digital creators, and it was obvious that they were the digital the biggest digital creators of the tournament. Mm-hmm. You know, MGK also is a, just a big like rising. I feel like his stocks just rising, mm-hmm. whether it be acting and music or whatever. So yeah, that was a dope game. Morgan Wallen was a standout, sweetheart of a guy. That was a great game. Morgan and Hardy were uh, one. No one knows who Hardy is. He's like one of the illest songwriters on the planet. I love. I love country music, and he writes, he's written a bunch of hits for a lot of your favorite artists. He's also becoming a pretty popular artist on his own in the country scene already. Mm-hmm. Morgan Wallen will be like the biggest country artist in a year from now. 
um, he'll be up there with Kane. Um, so Morgan's just like a good old boy. So is Hardy, and they're they're uh, like they're southern like versions of us a little bit. Like they're wild, but they're nice too. You know, they're just good dudes, mm-hmm. and they they definitely get after it. We had some blackout Facetimes this week. Me and Morgan just. <laughs> 3 a.m. Well, he's in Nashville, so he's always a little ahead of me, but we talked a bunch. He's a good dude. Yeah. His uh, his game with Barstool is one of my more favorite games. Yeah, that lasted like an hour and 15 minutes. Yeah. There was a lot of banter. Yeah. No, that was great. Obviously, Barstool's amazing. This is what they do. Mm-hmm. You know, so. Yeah. Travis had a good showing. I thought that was a pretty... I mean, they didn't win, but it was like... Yeah. Travis. Amazing. Travis is like Gronk such a great personality. Yeah. I mean, everyone... I just got to thank everyone who did it because, like, it's one thing to do it and it's another thing to, like, put your best foot forward and, like, make it fun to watch, which I thought a lot of people went out of their way to do. Yep. So. Yeah. And uh, big shout out to our guys at Bravo who uh, hosted the donations for this. Um, I know a lot of our listeners probably already have Bravo through all the various contests and giveaways we've been doing. So if you are a listener, definitely uh, go on go on Bravo app. You can donate to... Uh, you can donate to our charity, which this whole thing was based around. I know you're working on it. And it was, uh, it, you just look up our verified Belina Cup Thank account. You, and uh, yeah, just throw, throw us a little love. Yeah, I yeah. Think, I think um, we, we, don't, we don't have the full tally yet, but we, I think we raised a, a ton of money for this. Yeah, we're going to, I got to put it together. So give us like seven to 10 days. We'll just put it all together and, mm-hmm. and see, you know, this is a slightly dicey, I hate doing this, but, you yeah. know, every, going into it, everyone knows they're donating. And so, um, we'll round up all the funds and then also decide on an actual uh, how we're going to give the money away. Personally, um, I know there's a huge homeless problem here in Los Angeles. Yes. It's local to us. We can actually go down and be helpful to the actual you know, situation. We have Perfect Hydration, who's a buddy of mine, who uh, donated a semi-truck full of water. Mm-hmm. So we'll, I think, partnering with like the LA Food Bank or something, um, just delivering that would be amazing. And then figure out how to do the funds, whether it's the same place or whatever. But just try to make the most of the of the money, you know, and directly impact some people. But either way, bro, like talk about the law of giving. Like you know, we got yeah, like we actually benefited a lot from doing this tournament. But really, the intentions were like to create some some charitable donations, you know, and have fun doing it. So I think this is a good example of like those types of ideas mm-hmm. coming to life in an organic way. Yeah, no, that was awesome. Uh, so how, how long has this uh, quarantine been going on for? I think we've been officially quarantined for like two and a half weeks. I feel, I feel like you, like, you've been quarantined. I've been for quarantined like for like four weeks. So about I think the official was was the official LA quarantine's been a, a little shy of three weeks, I believe, right? Yeah, you but I know you. I haven't left the house in a month. When left the house? When we went to pick up that food? I'd go for a walk. That's about it. But like in the car, just like driving. Yeah, I went on a drive one time. Yeah. So throughout all this, I've been wanting to talk about this for fucking month, maybe over a month now. Um, obviously, a lot of people are watching more shit now just because they're stuck at home. Netflix is booming. Um, a new sh- a new reality show rose in this house that uh, a lot of people, especially Blue, has been digging. Um, what the fuck is it called? Love blind is love. Blind. Love is blind. Is it love is blind or blind love? <laughs> love is blind. Love is blind. Love is blind. <laughs> blind love is good too. But, we don't have to get too much into it. Probably the most outrageous show slash dumbest show slash can't stop watching this show I've ever seen. 
I, I Blue, agree. Why, do you, why do you like it so much? The, the, what's the premise of Love is Blind? Basically, it's you have like 20 idiots and uh, half are girls, half are boys, and the only way they can communicate are like through a wall and they can't see each other, right? Yeah. And like they have all these dates and you have to like basically they have to find their soulmate uh, just by talking to them through a wall without actually having to see them. So you don't know if you're looking at like a fucking moose I mean, on the other side or a, yeah. a hot chick that you I have mean, no idea. I'm not trying to be shallow, but I can never do that. <laughs> you know? I mean, I, I kind of get it a little bit. Yeah. But like, no, like, no, I don't get it at all. <laughs> um, Mike, what was your take on the show? Did you like it? Mm. Yeah, it's so bad. It's good. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I think people are more like, it almost looks like a social experiment, which it is. 100%. Um, but like even the way they shot it was just like tacky and like funny and like they're clearly kind of like like everyone's watching like are these people fucking serious? Exactly. You know? So yeah. I'm not a huge fan of that type of shit but I Blue is bullying me to watch it. We all sat here and I watched it for like two hours straight. So yeah. The, uh, the only way to describe how good it is um, is it's basically taking a, a true or false test and you say you have a hundred questions true or false. It's just as hard to get 100% on that than it is to get a 0%. You yeah. know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. That show was a 0%. And it's hard to make a show that's 0%. Yeah. You know? That yeah, show no, was, was a flat 0%, and that's why it's so good. Yeah, it's so bad it's good. It was just, like, hard to turn <laughs> off because you're like, how is this going to end? I can't believe people, like, yeah. actually do that. It's they def- were crying, bro. Defi- like, they were crying definitely, before. definitely a range pick. Uh, check it out. You'll get hooked up. I'm pretty <laughs> sure they're, like, for the... When they casted that, they're like, there was a psychiatrist there, and they're like, no, oh, these people are so lonely. I know for a fact th- there's a huge process because they, they've been doing this uh, for years with the real world. When real world was a big show, mm-hmm. you'd have to go and sit and literally do like a whole, the people they narrow it down, you have to do a whole questionnaire and they ask you the most outrageous things. Like, have you ever contemplated suicide? Like, what's, yep. your, what's your relationship with they the They want parents? emotionally unstable people. That's what I'm saying, yeah. So like, they, they know what they're doing by finding people like this. It's, yeah. Anyways, um, I did get around to watching a few episodes of Lil Dicky's new show, Dave. Mm-hmm. Good. Um, I really like it. Yeah, it's a it's a mixed house on it's a mixed household reaction, but I uh, I mean I also know him, and I you know I've yeah the kid came to my house like four years ago. When was that? We played ping pong and just hung out and talked. Him and his manager came over. Yeah, back the his manager time. is the redhead who Andy Santino is playing, the redhead guy. He's playing the role of his manager, and he's like very similar to how his manager is in real life, at least yeah. like personality-wise and stuff. Mm-hmm. Um, and I also work with a producer who's producing my whole album, who or most of my album, who produces for Lil Dicky a bunch and hung out, and just does his buddy. So I'm uh, privy to some of the information of his real life, and it's like I re- I respect how he's done it, and um, I think it's I think it's pretty fucking well done. Yeah, you know, it, you might not be like a little dicky guy or whatever, and like maybe not be your exact cup of tea, but like I like the way he did it, and I think it's entertaining. And I'm also like I can relate to it. Like he's a white rapper, and he's like showing, he's just showing like how like kind of crazy and far fetched the idea of him is, mm-hmm. and he shows the trajectory of the story and like the funny awkward things he had to go through to like get where he is. So I think it's dope. It's hard. He's also not an actor, and he looks like an actor. You know, he's pretty good. Yeah. So uh, I think it's a win. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I was, I mean, just like several Laugh Out Loud moments when I was watching the first yeah. few episodes. Yeah. I mean, he's a funny dude, man. Yeah. Doesn't have to be your exact humor, you know, but for me, I'm just like, 
I got to respect it. It's well done. And the biggest thing I can respect about it is that this was their plan to a T. Mm -hmm. This is their plan to it, a T. He was and talking about the show how long ago? Five years ago. Yeah, it's unreal. The whole plan of his of this was to like use music to create a network and a platform to then transition into comedy. Mm-hmm. Well done. And he took he took his like his whole lane of music, he took the furthest it could possibly go. Yeah. Probably even further, you know? Like yeah. he's with Scooter Braun, right? I mean, he's got a whole T V show about his, his he's got a little dick. <laughs> <laughs> or he's got like a def you know, whatever it is. Like but he's yeah. he's he he's like it kind of makes it even better how far and how long he's taken it. Like mm -hmm. you know? It's it's funny. It's good. I want to make a scripted show for us so bad. I already I can already see what it is. It's literally like it would be like a mockumentary, like The Office, but just because like our our business is just going in so many different directions now. Yeah, where like you can have so many different subplots as to what's going on yeah. underneath this house. Definitely, the last year or so, and I think the next few years, just it would be it would be. I think that's part of the story, and you could do the scripted later. You know. Yeah, because well, like the story is being written. Think of how loose the office is, though. But if know? this, I honestly think if it was reality, but we shot it doc, we shot it doc, and we shot it, you know, it was a merge of our Torrensborn office sarcasm. We could do sketches and certain scenes that were scripted, mm -hmm. but like, if you, you know, it'd be great. Honestly, it could be cool scripted straight up, and you had characters playing us too that'd be cool yeah shot shot like the office it'd be funny but even if we did it it'd be hilarious yeah if we did it it'd be it'd be dope we're just not you know it's like it'd be one of those things where it it'd either be amazing or just be like the difference is the actual real content is like the winner where if we were doing it scripted it'd just be a challenge to match like because the tone is the I know. Is the authenticity that makes it great. I know. And it, every single thing, like, that's what I was going to say about the Belina Cup. Like, it it awoke that first special thing about us. Like, Torrance Boring and shit where we were being, you know, like, we were showing our, our comedy, you know. It's, it's not comedy sketch, but it kind of is. But, like, what I'm saying is it shows... It shows us who we are because we're not taking ourselves too seriously, and I think it's very like endearing, mm -hmm. you know. And and uh, the Belina Cup brought that back out of us. For the sure, podcast you get it too. But we're sitting here talking for an hour, hour and a half about you know sometimes serious stuff. Mm -hmm. Where this like we we're able to just reignite that flame of like that sarcastic, funny, you know, poking fun at our own self type shit. I just want to I want to play off like the dichotomy though of like us dealing with like these very like big business deals Thank on a daily sir. basis. We're dealing with like these bit like the like huge business deals on a daily basis and like tons of sub businesses underneath this roof. Yeah, it's very but at the same time like we act like we're 17 years old. Yeah, there's a weird uh you know, I again, this Belina Cup thing for whatever reason just worked in a great organic way and it gave a real window into our lives right now. Oh yeah. You know what I mean? I, like it gave a clear window of like one who we are now, how it's evolved. Yes, things have leveled up. They're looking at the network and the celebrities involved and like how we're doing it. It's well done. Um, but again, it shows like our lives have been pretty wild for a little while now, you know, and like we haven't really given a window into it at mm -hmm. all, like that much, you know. So I know entourage, man. Yeah. I know, but it's even I think it's even a little more ridiculous than entourage. Yeah, it is. Yeah, you know, because like th that's very 
by the books. He was an yeah, actor. that was Hollywood. Like he was, he was a famous he was a actor. He's corporate. a Hollywood. When you're a famous actor, that's just how you're like. Yeah, it's we're not that famous at all. Like <laughs> no, no, just, no, no, it's not. Not only that, but like I always look at it from the perspective of like, what if someone I went to high school with is like looking on my Instagram to see oh, what dude. I'm up to, and they have They're like, I wonder what John Kilmer's up to. I haven't thought about him in like ten years. I think and like, what would they think? If they just looked at my Instagram for like twenty minutes, just for the week. If we we did a we did a well, beer pong tournament, raising money in front had <laughs> you know tens of thousands of people tuning in, actually millions over the span of two weeks. Mm-hmm. But the idea that like we did it and then right in the middle of it we dropped Larry King sit down conversation. That's what I'm saying. Like, it's like you're gonna look at my Instagram. My last video, I'm fucking like pile driving a table, shirtless, mm-hmm. getting like champagne blasted in my face, and then you look like two more posts over. There's like a sit down one on one with Larry King. It's like in our house. It's like yeah, I'm like well that's weird, and then it's like you see you know a video of like two Super Bowl champions playing beer pong against each other. Yeah, all all of which we organized. And then me getting interviewed with a vibrator. Like if I if, and I mean granted I went to kind of a stuffy private school but like if I was look if I was like in investment banking and I'm like looking up what John Kilmer's been up to and I saw that I'd be like what the fuck is this some thing? of it probably would be right where they thought it was gonna be <laughs> yeah no honestly I haven't changed a fucking lick since high school so like I, I was definitely like, like it would be something like oh what are, like if you told John like you told me like Mike from high school was fucking playing beer pong tournaments and he's 30 and like yeah you know like uh living with his buddies and like they'd be like oh what a loser you know what i mean (laughs) but it's just been it's just i don't know man this is a this is a great example of this is why i fucking talk about all these books all the time and shit just because like i really do feel like once i changed my mindset towards everything Mm -hmm. a lot of these ideas became pretty obvious to me like where if i was overthinking like how i was supposed to look or like how people would interpret it at all, yeah. or even comparing it to like anyone else in my sphere, they probably wouldn't do the, some of this shit. But it's not them; it's me. You know what I mean? And it is me. The whole point is, it doesn't matter what anyone thinks. Exactly. You know what I mean? And it's the point of intentions. Like my intentions are pure. Our intentions are pure. We're trying to grow and be great, but we're also trying to be good people. And this was a good example of that. Yeah. We're tooting our horn a lot here. Your love and affection. <laughs> yeah, this is my intention. <laughs> Is that uh, a? I just made that up. Was that a beaver? I, no, no, that, that I made it up just now. No, that's a pee break. <laughs> pretty soon. You got a pee? I kind of got a pee. <laughs> pretty soon. I, but I can um, hold it. We, I've also weirdly. I'm a grown ass man. I was big league. <laughs> I was big league in seltzer. I was numero. I was numero uno in the seltzer game. <laughs> I think in this I house. came around. Fuck. Sorry. I think I came around. This week. Only because the Bellina Cup, and we were drinking so much Bud Light, and I was just like, "Give me something different." It's also refreshing, man. I was fucking with it. I'm this fucking is, with it right now. This is most most brews I drank in a while. Yeah, because I don't really drink. Brews. You're gonna, I drink you're, gonna like, uh, you're gonna like you're gonna like nudes the best because yeah. they're just the most pure tasting. We had nudes. Yeah, that's, that's Molly's company. Yeah. Oh, nudes were a fire. Yeah, nudes seltzers they're fantastic. Uh, could we, are we going to talk to Dana? Is he free? Yes. Yeah, let's give him a call. We'll do it now. Yeah, before the pee break, let's just uh, give him a call. And talk about the tournament. Yo, what up? Buddy, what's going on? Yo, congrats, by the way. That was sick. Thank you, sir. Did you uh, did you tune in, watch the last one? Yeah, we were watching all the way through, and we knew you had it. You kidding me? I love it. I love it. I want to do uh first thank you guys again, man. You guys were awesome. Fucking awesome. I, I'm so pumped to even be in that, but... It was I good. If there's, no, if there's another one down the road, we're not getting bounced first round. It was... uh Honestly, it was like... It could have been any. Obviously, when the games were super close, could have been anyone's game. I was, I was, I thought you guys had it. 
That dude Hardy Hardy ended up fucking shooting like he had forty four percent on the whole tournament, which was like tied for first. Yeah, he was nice, and and the good thing was it was like even the game aside, it was just fun. Like I, that was one of the more entertaining ones, I think. Just, it was, oh, it definitely boy. was, definitely was. We were just talking about it earlier. That was that was probably my the Nelk boys and MGK, obviously because of the troll. Did you see that? Did you catch that? Yeah, yeah they came out in like his. With it to his the Eminem song, yeah, and they had his girlfriend on uh, on on their shirt on their tank tops. Those guys are fucking funny, dude. They are, they are, man. They're good at what they do. They're good at what yeah. they do. Me and Marty have actually been watching like some of their videos to see if there's anything we can like not copy but pick up from them because they're yeah. fucking. They're really. Uh, I uh, I had them over at the crib. I'm gonna do. You know, we're we're talking about doing some stuff, some collab stuff. This is just yeah. a lot of alignments, and obviously, it would be a great. It would be great for business, obviously, on our end. So we've been talking with them a bunch. Had them over at the crib. They're smart dudes. They're not, like, they're not fuck-offs, you know what I mean? Like, they're not, they have their online persona of, like, being wild, crazy dudes. But they're uh, they're smart. They're pretty calculated. Yeah, they are. I, I think they've tried to do stuff with us in the past, and I don't know if we've actually set up anything, but that's yeah. a collab we're trying to get, too. Oh, yeah, that makes a lot of sense, for sure. Um, how uh, How is the morale after you guys lost? Be honest. Honestly, so it's it's a big hit when your brand is yeah. me specifically when your brand is not only drinking but being the guy that's supposed to be good beer beer games, you know, drinking games, things mm -hmm. like that. So it was a tough hit for me especially and the fact that we talked a lot of shit and we didn't exactly back it up. Yep. Um so in that sense, tough, real tough, but I was just happy to be there. Yeah. And I'm going to get spit no matter what, but you know, even being in that position, I, I I think I'm in a position to be able to say, "Hey, I was in this celebrity tournament, and I'm a video editor." That that's a, a fucking great outlook. Cause you, dude, you just in this last. When did the zillion beers thing take off? It started like around mid February, and that was that's like wild. I've always been behind the scenes at Barstool. And, yeah. Um, in production, and I've but I've always kind of like dipped my toe in podcasts and shit like that. So. I never expected it to blow up like that, but even still, like my day job is is in production. I'm still a video guy, so are you? Are you yeah, still doing still, that? I love that. That's my that's my spin zone for this tournament. It's hey, I got a day job, and, and it's not in beer. It's not in beer pong. Yeah, I love that. I love that. So, man, for everyone listening, Dana was the guy who started the Zillion Beers movement. Um, it's a barstool incubated thing. I mean, he's you're a barstool employee, but you are the guy doing it. And Dave was kind of like challenging you, playing his little cat and mouse game that he does. But it was watching from afar. It was fucking. You guys were rolling. What did you end up? What did you end up? Uh, you ended up raising like an absurd amount of money, didn't you? So the I ended up selling around a million and a half, probably more. Is that um, good? I can't. I can't tell. That's very fucking good. And it was an. I'm week. being sarcastic. It's very good. Yeah. <laughs> so we moved a million and a half dollars of merch in about a week or maybe a week and a half i don't know what it was saying shirts with shirts all different variations of shirts saying zillion beers more or less dude we had we had 115 things at the store at one point of just my stuff and it's like that's unheard yeah it's nuts it's nuts <laughs> um and then so dave was like dave kept challenging me and i kept up in the ante but 1.5 i was like all right i'm happy the final number was he'd give me 100k cash or whatever taxed i don't even know what it was yeah uh I put a I just put it all towards a charity because you know it's fucking I'm a good awesome. guy at the end of the day. It's awesome. Um, 
No, but like, no, but even, even still, bro, like a lot, like it's, you're not a rich dude. You're a young kid. How old are you? 27. 27 to, to take that lump sum of money and just give it to charity, you know, yeah. living in New York city, which is an expensive, very expensive place to live. Um, that's fucking yeah, I dope. I don't regret it whatsoever, but I will say I'm not the richest guy on the planet right now. No, I mean, just in general, bro, even me, anyone, anyone taking that amount of money, uh, and generating that much amount of money for a company like Barstool and not taking and just donating it is dope. It's really dope. Yeah, I think my, my outlook was like, if it's worth it in the long run to put this tor- towards charity, and I think Absolutely. in terms of like the brand itself, like it'll go a long way. Bro, you're just so much, like, let's let's face it, you're going to get hate. You're going to get guys chirping you all the time. Just one, it's part of the Barstool brand, and two, yeah. you're the guy who kind of has the dream job to like every other regular guy like all he does is drink beers man all you're doing is drinking beers like they're obviously going to be a bunch of people who want to hate on it but now when you turn around and give it to charity you've all of a sudden became very likable again you know which is which is uh you played the long game sir well done dude it's weird it's so like i said i was in production i've never really dealt with criticism or like any type of backlash or negativity really yeah. in the air. And then, so all of a sudden, it's like, you're right. It's I don't know if it's a jealousy thing or just people that wish they had that type of job. Of, of course. Like, yeah. I can fucking drink beers for a living. But there's a lot of people that, like, seem to be chirping at me yeah. a lot more, obviously. So I'm, tr- I'm trying to get used to that. I'm not great at it. I fucking, I, I find myself responding to the trolls sometimes, and I got to stop doing that. It's yeah, no, that's that's normal, though. That's You're brand new to it. I, I used to do it. I've been getting, I've been getting trolled for fucking eight years. He, he's, my name's fucking Mike Stud. I'm a fucking white guy from, from our, Duke. He's from raps. our neck of the woods, so we got all. Yeah, the same I mean, like people, people want to automatically hate this guy, which I get. Yeah. Um, but it's it's one of those things where you just once you realize that like what you're doing is is true to you though, and like yeah, it's never bro. There's nothing you can do. No one on the planet Earth can do something and have everyone fuck with it. There's gonna be people that don't fuck with it. The difference is you went from being someone who lives a private life to living in front of a bunch of other people, which is yeah, like. And that, that's, like, something I've tried to take from a lot of the Barstool, like, bigger Barstool personalities of advice of what to do with that. And they say, and it's so true, if you go out in public and you start getting noticed or whatever, people want to take a picture, like, take a picture with you, whatever, right. nobody's ever going to come up to you and fucking chirp you in person. And that's what you should, like, focus on Yeah, is the people that are in real life and not on the fucking internet yeah bro it's like at the end of the day you're getting you're getting a lot of praises too you know the human the human mind is a lot more if if 95 people say something dope and five people say something really bad those five that are really bad will be on your mind you know what i mean yeah, I know. it's just, like you can read that one bad comment it ruins your day exactly so you just get used to it but once you just turn that switch off where you're just like bro this is part if i'm going to be in public and live my life and publicly and be a public figure literally part of the job it's like it's like you know what i mean it's just gonna be part yeah. of it we and, love uh, it. it it's so fucking it's so weird it's just like a whole new life to me but i love it it's the best time of my life right now yeah bro enjoy it just keep hey especially the good karma of donating and uh and just keeping the brand moving forward that, that just means like shit like this even like shit like the bolina cup obviously didn't go your way but at the end of the day you start getting involved with more and more cool shit and you're just you know, keep elevating. Like Dave, Dave's a perfect example, bro. He just keeps elevating and elevating and elevating. And, you know, it's it's really like a long game. Dave's been doing it for right. a minute. So, like, you don't, it doesn't all just happen overnight. You got to work your ass off for it. But 
Hey, if I if you end up doing the, the tournament again, I want us back in. You're in. You're in for sure. You're in for sure. I, we'll I do want it. that redemption because I was. And also, people chirping me saying I didn't play well. Listen, I maybe lo- I maybe hit one less cup than Marty. Yeah, you. Uh, I got Marty's a stack. Why are you telling me to shut up from up from upstairs? I got a stack guy pulling up the numbers right now. If you want to just give us thirty-five percent. You shot thirty-five percent, which let me add. I shot 36%, and I'm, what, the second highest in the tournament, or third? Yeah, granted you played more. But people aren't going to see that. They're going to see the beer guy losing in the first round. <laughs> it's it's about, all it is is about the fucking win. It's a, you just got, you caught the short, short end of the stick on this one, but it was a great effort, and, I, man, I uh, fucking appreciate you guys doing it. You guys were awesome. Dude, those guys are awesome. They uh, they were so much fun to play with, and like hopefully we, we talked to them after. We're hopefully going to do something with them. I don't know what it's going to be, but you, you got to, you yeah, got to, like they're, yeah. they're fucking hilarious. And then you guys obviously crushed it, but yeah, it yeah. great cause. And we were just glad to be a part of it. Even though we lost, like we were glad to help out at Barstool. It was just fucking awesome. Yeah, it was awesome. Thanks again, buddy. And thanks for coming on. Um, this is uh, let, just shout out your Twitter and Instagram. This dude's hilarious on the internet for everyone listening. You guys uh, go, go, go shoot him a follow. This is Dana beers. What's your actual uh, handle? Dana B underscore number three, like the like you spell out number, and people ask me what that is. That's when I was in high school and I would get drunk and freestyle. Uh-huh. I thought I was fucking cool. I would freestyle and say, "My name is Dana B number three, because that was my basketball number. And it, was fucking, <laughs> it was a joke. That was your tagline, baby. <laughs> That's what's and then, up. D a n e s k i s three Dainsky's three on Instagram. Okay, man. I appreciate you coming on, bro. Keep, appreciate it, keep doing keep doing your fucking thing. We'll we'll stay in touch. Yep, thanks for having us again. All right, buddy. Later. That's a good guy. Yeah. Wow. Caught a real tough break in uh round one of the Bellini Cup. Caught that first round loss. I think I think of all the people that participated, they would get they would be able to return. They'd be the only people to return. Yeah. You know? Sure. Yeah. Just because they need that second shot. Right. The those guys he's not gonna admit it, but those guys haven't slept right since. Dude, you know what I, mean? I didn't know is that I didn't realize how crazy it was. I yeah, mean, I mean it. It is does directly impact his brand, but not really. Yeah. Like Dave's a perfect example I mean, of this. When something bad happens, yeah. he just like takes a funny angle and like keeps going. It doesn't lemonade. even matter. Yeah. Like th- this is what he can do now. He just like you know like makes fun, make content out of it, make fun of you know whatever. Yeah, if we lost, we would get shit on too. Yeah, I We're mean, supposed to win this. Us, the Noak boys, and Barstool were the guys going into it with a bit of expectation. Yeah, but the. Shout out to Nug Boys. They crushed it. <laughs> <laughs> <That was> calm. <laughs> you guys ready for a pee pee break? Yeah. Let's All do right. it. Quick pee pee break. We'll be right back with You Never Know, You Know What I Mean right after this urination break. Okay, so we all know how ExpressVPN protects your privacy and security online, right? I did know that, yeah. Did you? No. But here's something you might not know you can also use ExpressVPN to unlock movies and shows that are only available in other countries. Now that so many of us are stuck at home, it's only a matter of time before you run out of shit on Netflix and you're looking for something new and different. Mike, do you like anime? Personally, I'm not not a huge anime guy. I love it. And I use ExpressVPN to access Japanese Netflix, which I did not know you could do. You can actually do that. It's pretty crazy. So if you want to visit my special link, I mean our special link, go to expressvpn.com slash YNK. You can get an extra three months of ExpressVPN for free. How about that? Support the show. Watch what you want. Protect yourself. ExpressVPN. That's expressvpn.com slash YNK. And we're back from our pee break. Mr. Yeah, shout Steve. Out, shout out Barstool for uh, hosting the brackets for us. 
Um, it's kind of a last minute thing. Shit, man. This there was we heard there was like thousands of bets placed. You know, twenty five thousand at least. Yeah, this is oh, there was there's twenty five thousand brackets, brackets filled out, but the bets. But there was also like we, my point is like we were trying to get a gambling scenario going on legally, but it just it was way it would have delayed it way too much. Mm -hmm. um, that being said, Barstool hosted the bracket, and they're giving away a thousand bucks to had the who had the best bracket. There were no perfect brackets, which is crazy. Um, there were there was only uh, five or six perfect brackets after round one, which is crazy. There's only eight yeah. games. I mean, you can't. The thing with this is like you can't. There's so many factors outside of yeah. Beer pong is already completely random as fuck. But then you're bringing in like people are bringing in partners who could be horseshit. Like we're good. Like Johnny Manziel's partner, most horseshit player. Yeah, Johnny. Johnny definitely should have advanced. Johnny. Shot, Johnny shot well. He shot forty yeah. percent. His partner shot seventeen percent. Yeah. So that's everyone's bracket got busted with his game for sure. For sure. Uh, probably Barstool's game fucked a lot of people up. Totally. Gronk's game probably fucked a lot of people up. Mm-hmm. Um, but anyways, Travis Kelsey. Yeah. So we have what seven people that are tied in first place with the brackets. Seven. Seven. Uh, so we contacted all seven people and. Uh, yeah, we, the idea is like. Barstool hit me there, just like, what, what do you want to do here? Like, I don't think breaking up a thousand bucks over seven, seven people is like the best way of doing this. I think what we'll do is we're going to have, you know, what, what better way? So uh, we're going to go live on the Belina Cup account, or actually not today for the podcast. Mm -hmm. We're going to do some tomorrow on the Belina Cup account. But right now we're going to FaceTime with a few fans, two out of the seven who won, and they're going to shoot three balls. Yep. At three cups. Yep. And uh, see how many they hit. You know, someone hits, someone hits three. Unless someone else hits three, they're going to be the winner. You know? So they go we'll for three, probably not going to get anything. I don't think anyone's going to. Yeah, if you go, <laughs> if you go over, you're, you're probably out. Here's the thing. That we're going to, everyone else, uh, the other six people will get a, I think, $75 uh, gift card to Barstool Sports Store. They can Sweet. buy a few hoodie, a hoodie or whatever. Mm -hmm. All right. Well, we got our first guy here. Uh, we'll bring him on the air. I believe his name is Kevin Doyle. All right. Oh, Doyle rules. Hey, Kev. Yeah, how's it going? Hey, John Kilmer, you on the air. All right. <laughs> <laughs> he sounds fired up. You, you could act a little more excited. It's all right. <laughs> yeah, yeah. No, um, I'm, right, I'm just kidding. So uh, what do you think of the Belina Cup? I thought it was a lot of fun. I thought it was really cool. And, uh, I like the Nelp boys a lot. Mm-hmm. Right on. Did you have them winning the, uh, the final match? You didn't. Oh, you did? No, I didn't. So that's smart, like, smart man. Uh, I, I took Mike to win. Yeah, smart man. There you go. Smart man. So we're going to switch over to FaceTime. What we're going to do is uh, we had you set up some some uh, Pong cups, three of them, and uh, we're going to give you three shots. Three shots against the three cups. Everyone, the other six participants who are tied with you at the bracket are going to do the same thing. Whoever hits the most cups is going to get the grand prize. Thousand dollars. Let's do this. You sure can. You sure can, Kev. What do you say? If you can take the ball out, if once he gets it in. Sure can. Yeah, yeah. All right. So I'm gonna uh, I'm gonna hand the, the phone over to the stud. We'll switch it to Facetime. We'll get switch it to Facetime real quick. Uh, let's see. I'm gonna get a fa Facetime requests. Probably step on a get a little loose for the shot. All right. So I'm gonna hand the phone over to Mike real quick. What's up, buddy? My dog, how you doing? No, no, 
let's let's do this. Where do you think? Uh, how long you think this table is right now? Because we're just gonna have to eye it up. Um, like I have a pong table in my uh, garage. It's pretty close to like a regulation one. It's just didn't want, couldn't bring it inside. No, no, it's all good. So just let me know how long. How long do you think that table is? Like four feet, five feet? Uh, probably closer to six. Closer to six. All right. So just stand back. Stand back like a at least like a foot and a half or two. Right there, yeah. yeah. And just, it's a, it's a gentleman's game, so that's where you shoot. You're right at the edge of the rug, right, more or less? Yeah. Okay, cool. Let's do it. So you got three shots. All right. Good luck, sir. Oh. Okay, shake it off. I know. Ooh, one. one. He's got one. He's on the board. You got one more shot. That was big. Wait, wait, so you got to, so do they have to pull that cup or no? No, it's okay. No, just leave it. Yeah. Uh, okay, no, okay. One for three. One for three, one for three is, the, uh, is the verdict, and honestly, I doubt there might be one person that gets two. We'll see. We'll see uh, how it goes, buddy. Did you watch the Belina Cup? Did you watch the, did you watch the Belina Cup at all? Yep. Fire. Yep. Yep. You like all you 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 uh support all your fellow Canadians. Yeah. Absolutely. <laughs> Hell yeah. Well, stay safe out there, buddy. Yeah. Same here. All right. Take we'll care. we'll circle back later, bro. All right. See you later. One for three. Not bad. Not bad. Don't Money know if flies. you're gonna. Don't know if you're gonna. Uh, $1,000 with that. I don't know. I think yeah, I there might be one person out there that puts two in. Who knows? Mm -hmm. But, man, he's, yeah. on, he's under I the pressure. He got a one. A lot of people don't go 0 for 3, probably. Yeah. We'll see that, we'll see that right now. He looks like he plays a little beer pong. I was worried about a shot because he was just, like, doing this. I, I don't know. That's either a good thing or... <laughs> hey, Noah, you there? Every caller. Yeah. <laughs> John Kimber, you on the air? Um, yeah. <laughs> so, Noah, where are you calling from? <laughs> Lexington, Kentucky. Our, we love uh, it. Our last caller was from Toronto, so I'm, I'm glad we got a, an American over here. We're on the same goddamn soil. <laughs> we need one of our fellow boys here. So, I, <laughs> so you know what's on the line here. You know what's at stake. A thousand dollars. You're you're gonna you got you got three cups set up. You're gonna we're gonna give you three shots. All right. We're gonna give you three shots. I'm not gonna lie to you. The last guy he hit one for three. So if you okay. if, so if you don't hit any. You're out of the running. You're fucked. All right, sounds good. All right, how, how do you think your pawn game is? Pretty good? I think it's pretty good, yeah. Okay, all right, well, we're going to find out. I'm going to switch to uh, FaceTime right now, all right? All right, sounds good. All right. It's like the same guy. Different outfit. Sounds like the same guy, This could potentially be an amazing game show. <laughs> yeah, it's pretty awesome. Hey, what's up, brother? Dude, that's what the oh, sorry. I'm going to uh, I'm gonna, um, give the phone over to the studmeister real quick, all right? All right. What's up, buddy? <laughs> What's up, my dog? Where you at, man? What's going on? Just chilling in Kentucky. You in uh? So are you are you born and ra are you born and raised in uh in Kentucky? No, I'm born in Florida, but pretty much raised in Kentucky. Hell yeah, hell yeah. How y'all doing out there? Are you just you just in isolation? Yep, just just quarantine, just hanging out. We don't love that at all. It's been uh. 
Yeah. Obviously, we're making the most of it over here, but it sucks. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah. All right, man. So, one, congratulations. You're you're uh, in the top seven. So, the fate is in your fucking hands. I'm rooting for you. Let's uh, let's take a look at your table real quick and just how how let me know how far you think. Oh, you got a full table. Perfect. Yeah, you're good to go. You're good to go. You can uh, you can shoot like right on. You don't have to worry about being too far back because some people are gonna have All shorter right. tables. This guy looks All familiar. Right. Let's do it, buddy. What's, What's up, good? dog? How we doing? Chilling. All right, you got three. You got three shots. You ready? <laughs> okay. Right. Okay. Shake it off. It's all right. Oof. Need it. Need, Need it, it, Noah. Need this one, Noah. Yeah. Right. You're still in the running, baby. All right. Wow. Still in the running, baby. Hey, big final shot. Needed it. So what's the word with? You're uh you're in the run so so you're in the running now. Uh, both guys so far are two are are one of three. So look, if if there's like four people that finish with one of three, we'll just do it again with those four. So you're in the running. I appreciate it. All right, brother. Take care, man. All right. Yo, dude, this is what like this could be something we do in the Bolina Cup and just tie in chair tie in fucking funding all the time. This. <laughs> This is a blast. <laughs> it is. Oh, These people are like, this think about it. Our... A thousand bucks is like a big deal. You know what I mean? So, like, oh, I know. I'm not trying to try not to mockerize it too much because they're probably pretty fucking nervous. I know, but the, this is the blast getting people just to take shots. For it money. is. It's funny. <laughs> sure. um, also, the guy who kept our stats, uh, who goes by Big Rob, he um, he hit me up today, just uh, you know, thanking thanking us for like letting him do the stats or whatever for the Bellini Cup. Right. And uh, he, he actually had a pretty great idea. He said he's been trying to develop an app for beer pong statistics that people can like... He log. Can, people can log stuff and like he'll have the alg algorithms all set up. So like when people play, they can keep their own stats. Not, I think it's pretty cool. It's a little niche, but I think it's pretty cool. Interesting. You know what I mean? Yeah. Because like knowing your stats in beer pong, like that's pretty badass. No, bro. If you could be like nationally ranked, be like... The the thing is, there's just like you'll never. I don't know how scalable it is because the bigger it gets, like it's more just for like for people, you and your buddies. You yeah, know yeah. I mean? Like people will. It's like, not for leaderboards. It's for you, you and I your buddies. I think where that that's where it would be a bigger idea though. Leaderboards yeah. would be fire. If you're if you could say, but the only thing with beer pong is like tables. People want to see if elbows. Oh, for watching. sure. This is so just, you could, you this know? is if you're playing with your buddies and you're playing like exactly. a tournament with your buddies you, for local leagues and things. You can like keep your own stats, which yeah, is maybe. all. I think it's pretty dope. Yeah. It's been it's been a wild week. Yeah, man. I'm just gonna keep going. Keep we uh oh fuck. Yeah. Um, fucking Mike is starting. Music is starting. We're uh about to drop the first record, Two Birds. Oh, that's the first song that's coming out? Yeah. Cool. It's called Two Birds. Um, but we're gonna drop in like by the time this comes out, anywhere from like four fourteen to twenty days in the next like four i I'd imagine it's gonna be Probably three weeks from the top of this week. So, yeah, we're looking at three weeks or so. Mm -hmm. um, but, yeah, man, it's about to start up. And then it's not. We're going to just be gone once we start. So Fuck yeah. And shout out Chug Bud. We, had, uh, we just had a Chug Bud drop. Sold out in under two minutes. Again. Yeah, man. It's incredible. Yeah. This shit's so amazing. And uh, we're, we're, we're literally hustling, doing it in our house. Mm -hmm. And, you know, pretty as soon as the quarantine gets figured out. Even maybe even before it gets settled, we're going to be uh, merging with partners that will be doing all of the business for us for the most part. 
outside of us marketing and doing what, what we do. Um, you know, we're not going to be the infrastructure guys anymore. <laughs> we're not a logistics company, so. It's uh, <laughs> a known you know, fact. We've, we've done a lot of logistics, but it would be nice to um, let this be elevated by just a higher, just a higher level of organization, you know, and, and uh, just like being able to mass produce shit so that we could essentially like not have to do these limited drops we could just be on sale all the time yeah and uh i think that will be really interesting a lot of interesting partnerships in the works so yeah thanks to everyone and i'm sorry if you think we're you're getting trolled i know a lot of people are like waiting putting their credit card in they can't <laughs> this shit sold out in 60 seconds man that's that's insane yeah this one was nuts so i think the longest they've been on sale is about seven or eight minutes the first drop ever yeah so, you know, again, we can't do that. We're doing 2,000 or less, you know, 1,500 sometimes. So We're just a little mom and pop shop right now, but yeah, it's about to be an empire. Yeah, I think so, man. I think so. I can't thank you guys enough for supporting the shit we do. It's all pretty pretty hilarious to us that, you know, it's working out the way it is, but it is. So I think we should, you know how like a, like they're on, in MLS, there's like a team called the Red Bulls. We should sponsor the a team. Buds? Yeah, there should be, like I don't know what team we could afford, like maybe the lacrosse team or something. Yeah, that'd be fire. It'd be like the Louisiana the Buffalo Chug Buds. Buffalo Chug Buds. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we gotta make we gotta make Buffalo Chug Buds jerseys. Yeah, for sure. Oh my god. Yeah, we can make pennies for you, like the the lax pennies. Oh uh, yeah, for sure. You'd be wearing that everywhere, all <laughs> yeah. summer long, baby. Yeah, so a lot of stuff to look forward to. Yeah, get ready for the music. It's the best shit. It's the best shit I've done. I think people forgot you actually still make music. Yeah, dude, it's so funny, bro. Everyone's like, everyone's like, yo, I, I got so many DMs this week from people who are like, yeah, I fuck with you, man. Like, what do you do? You know, like they just saw the Belina Cup and they're like, who the hell's Mike? You know, if they're because I just changed my Instagram handle recently, so like, yeah, they might have heard of Mike Stud, or at least heard of it, heard a song maybe in passing, whatever. Mm-hmm. But no one knows who Mike is, so there's just no idea. But if you think about it. We didn't draw this up at all, but this was probably the best free press you could have had for Mike. Yep. You know? Now the music's coming, baby. And the music's aligned with it, like, aligned with the vibe, so. Yeah. yeah. People were, when Amazing. I was home, people were like, they uh, thought just the podcast stuff. Yeah, a lot of people thought people I was, no idea. people thought I was just yeah. retiring and going into, yeah. like, podcasting yeah. and, like, you know. I'm laughing. By the end of this, by the end of, like, maybe, like, couple months from now i'm gonna get you i'm gonna get your mic swag on the next level right now it's like a zero out of ten what so far away (laughs) like well he just he just talks to me you know this is a podcast not only do you talk softly you you bring your mouth you can bring your mouth (laughs) further away from the microphone and you're like you're whispering into mike's ear during it doesn't matter we'll get you there yeah i I think we need yeah (laughs) he's an organ he's just an organic guy all right good stuff boys big week big week for the steves big week for the steves any closing statements yeah, <laughs> I just was. I just said it. <laughs> I just had my closing statement. Um, no, it was a huge week for the Steves. Um, as much as it was a joke, like we we really uh, were able to kind of catch a wave on it, and uh, everyone's support was fucking pivotal to it. So, um, really appreciate it. We'll keep it rocking. We got more Chuck Buzz. We got the music coming. Also, again, I have. Uh, we we are clearing house. We're we're almost out of most things. Um, but like everyone hits me about this keep going chain, like my DMs all the time. Yeah. 
we have them on sale still. They're not sold out. Like they just look at the store and they see a lot of things sold out and they're asking. Them. So yeah, there's probably like a hundred of these left. Um, and that's really the main thing we have, but we have, if they go and just sift through the, uh, what's online, like there's some shit in the world. There's a sale. Also the Belina cup stuff, um, with the belt on the shirt yeah, is there's like three or four Belina cup items that are still on sale over there too. So mm -hmm. go cut those. Sweet. All right. Over and out.